Hello, this is The Tribe Stories, the curated sermons, conversations, and collections of poetry of The Tribe Lagos. The Tribe Lagos is a gospel expression based in the city of Lagos, committed to reaching the next generation with the message of God's love and grace. May this refresh and revive you as you listen. Let's get into the word. Who's ready? Ready. All right. You know, we've been talking about faith. And um, I believe, and I'm sure a lot of people will agree with that, that the importance of faith cannot be overemphasized. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. As a matter of fact, um, Ephesians chapter 2 says, by grace you are saved through faith. So it's a combination of grace and faith. Grace made it available. Faith is the vehicle that transports it to you and makes it personal. It's faith that helps you to be able to appropriate what grace has supplied. Remember we said that last time. Faith, what faith is, is simply appropriating what grace has made available. Everything that God does and supplies, he supplies by grace. He supplies independent of you. Independent of your faith, <laughs> he supplies. Salvation is free, made available free. By grace are you saved through faith. By grace we are saved through faith. Everything we get from God is the same way. They come by grace, but we are able to appropriate them by faith. The word appropriate, appropriate is very is loaded. It's loaded with responsibilities. So it's not about being passive. It's not about being passive. Because sometimes that's where a lot of folks missed it when they talk about, but I have faith, I, I exercise faith. Ah, he had faith, but he still died and it still didn't happen. That's the missing ingredient. Because we think faith, exercising faith means that you just relax, you are passive. So the things just fall on you like ripe oranges, cherries, grapes. No, they don't fall like that. They are supplied, yes, but you have to take them. So we are going to be looking today at the fight of faith. So when when I hear the word fight, what comes to mind to you? Right? Eh? Wrestle, activity. What did you say? Aja. I don't know what that is. Aja, aja bust up. It's a place where fight happens normally. Okay. So, so fights requires energy, right? Exertion, work, labor, efforts. Nobody fights like this. Or maybe some people do. But with the devil, hmm, Satan doesn't care whether you are a child, whether you are ignorant, he fights. Do you understand? He just fights. The fact that you are a human being, he fights. And you can't afford to be passive with the devil. So it's, there's no such thing as God will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Hello? Doesn't exist. Malachi said it to the Jews. Doesn't apply to you. And that was then. Doesn't happen again. In fact, the Bible says resist the devil. Resist takes effort, right? It says resist the devil. So we're going to try to look at the effort, the kind of effort, because... Um, in Christian circles, we know there's such a thing as the works of the flesh, right? Uh, so, so that the Bible says, by the deeds of the 
law, no one is justified before God, for by works, nobody can get anything from God by efforts. So why there is, there, are, there is such a thing as the works of the flesh, there is such a thing as the works of faith. So when you, when you hear about the fight of faith, that's what we're talking about, the fight of faith. Faith, faith is a fight, it's war. <laughs> it's the war, not love. <laughs> okay, let me not go there. <laughs> Let me not celebrate what I should celebrate. All right. Um, let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 6. Let's just lift it up from there. <clears throat> 1 Timothy chapter 6. So I'll just I'll read a couple of scriptures and then we'll um, get into the discussion thereof. Mm. But like I said at the beginning, we cannot overemphasize the importance of faith because with faith um, correctly utilized or released, you can, you can get anything. You can do anything. You can be anything. Seriously, guys, anything. Jesus said, all things are possible to him that believes. Believes. To him that doesn't stop believing. Believes. All things are possible to him that believes. And then he said, with God, all things are possible. So he that believes becomes equal with God where possibilities are concerned. Hello? With God. If you want to stand with God, believe. Because all things are possible with God. Right? And then Jesus also said, all things are possible to him that believes. To him that believes. Really, all things are possible to him that believes. To the person who can see the other realm. I'm not talking about just some dramatic visions and stuff. No, I'm talking about the person who can sit down and use his mind to see the realms of God. Because that's possible. Truly, faith is easy. That's why it is hard. It's easy. That's why it's hard for people. So God made it so easy. But the nature of man is such that we want to deserve and work for quality things but the kind of work with God is a different type of work it's a different different type of work that we'll attempt to look at today so we're looking at the fight the fight of faith and I said that my thoughts there are on the works that faith has not the works of the flesh but the works of faith um, so what makes faith a master key substance is such that faith is a law. Faith is, as a matter of fact, the law of life is a principle and principles are universal. Principles are not phenomenal. So if you understand principles, you can always repeat results. You can always get a result. Huh? If you understand principles, then you know how to repeat your results. So because there is a principle of driving automobile, you can drive without even thinking. So one way or another, your mind has already adapted to it. So, but there's a principle. So someone who doesn't understand the principle will be wondering, ah, man, how did they drive? One day I could drive, yeah. But he doesn't understand the principle behind it. So principles, principles simplify life. That's what principles are. They make life simple. 
so they have instruction manuals so you just go switch this on and then if you check many of the things that we buy many of the gadgets that we buy if you read the manual you know they don't they don't they do not just write words they accompany the words with pictures are you going if you've been following our discussion on faith you know what i'm talking about pictures that's that's why people's faith don't work there are no pictures involved pictures come by hope hope is positive imagination imagination is the image of your destination image imagination thoughts you know words are thoughts spoken thoughts are pictures we think in pictures that's what we, we think in if i mention mobile phone a picture of a phone comes to your mind for those that love apple iphone 400 or 12 which one is the latest comes to mind for the android guys maybe samsung or techno or c finish <laughs> yeah there's it's not there's c finish sorry infinix <laughs> that's why it was c finish you know there's techno there's infin infinix right <laughs> and then there are many others pictures but if i mention tangoli <laughs> why is he laughing who knows what tangoli is maybe he would know he was my friend from way back from Unibank. tangoli is he is he is sweet so 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 you see that because we don't think in words or letters we think in pictures nothing comes to your mind when you hear the word tangoli even the bini boys here doesn't know because they, don't, they didn't grow up in bini tangoli don't you know what tangoli is jesus christ yeah you no, don't you can't track your brain you get it because it's not there that's why eh? no 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 he's trying now he's beginning to form image he's beginning to form image he put effort but that's the thing that's what we do with faith it's not abstract it's not just ah, the guy, i'm going to try to exercise faith it's when i had my kids i keep saying i didn't put out any physical exertion like sit down try to meditate hard try to i didn't try to do anything because the picture of tangoli was there i'm, I'm, I'm using tangoli as an example now to symbolize something now we only okay no, no, no we'll go there so the reason why you don't have an idea nothing comes to mind until i tell you what tangoli is the next time you hear the word the picture will form in your mind not the spelling now you know what we used to call tangoli as a child who knows what pickup is wow okay pickup truck you know ajabata children you went to school now we we went to who went to gary school here <laughs> no you don't know what gary school is who knows what Akara school is or Gary school? Silates. You use silates. Okay. Slates, not silates. But no, we like to call it. We were calling it silates then. You don't know what slate is? Man, now Porsche. That was You try, you try. You try. Slates. So, now, now, we went, when, we, when you go to Gary school, it's slate used to carry. Then they'll tie a rope on it. Sometimes we'll put it on our necks. Ah, bye. <laughs> slate. Then some of them, not, when they now started becoming um, technological, they started printing alphabet and numerals behind it. So it now only the front you used to write. 
Now, Tangoli. Yeah, I said pickup, right? So we used to call that Pojo pickup truck. Pickup. Ah, you see? Now there's a picture in your mind. When you hear pickup before, they think of pickup lines, you know? They think of pickup lines. No, not pickup lines. Pickup. That pickup truck. So, you know the way it was built? It had a bar, a crossbar underneath with that um, half door. Yes. So, what we used to do then as kids, when a pickup is passing through our area, we run towards it. We run after it and then hop on the iron. That thing that we do, we call it tangoli. Okay, so, yeah, so if you had said tamo, nothing would have registered in my mind. We used to call it tangoli in Benin. Say me, tangoli that pickup. As the driver stopped like this, I cut out. That's tangoli. So the next time I mention tangoli, a picture forms in your mind. You know what I'm talking about. That's what God was doing with Abraham. That's what God does with all of us. He paints pictures. He makes faith easy. He makes releasing faith automatic. Now, so the reason why faith doesn't fail or will not fail is because the, the manifestation is not dependent on your power. Do you understand? I said it's a principle like the law of gravity, for instance. When you go to China, it's the same. I've never been to China, but it's the same. So, um, I've read and watched a phenomenon about somewhere on earth where the law of gravity is seemingly weak. Where, I don't know if anybody has seen that. I think I saw it some, some years ago on YouTube. So, things tend to float. Now, that's a phenomenon. That's not normal. But with principles, they are universal. Faith is like that. It will work. Do you understand? It's, it's, it's created it's made to it has to work if you release it it gets its results because it's dependent on god not you it's dependent on god it's dependent on god's power and the power is available for you so having said that let's look at the fight of faith what is the fight of faith really what's the fight of faith 1 timothy chapter 6 verse 12 the King James says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Can we say that together? Lay hold on eternal life. One, two, go. Lay hold on eternal life. Again. How do you do that? Lay hold. Lay hold. How do you lay hold on something that is not palpable? Okay. You say lay hold on eternal life. Okay, I'll, I'll stop there. Let's read um, James chapter 2. James C. James chapter 2. Mm. Mm, okay. Verse 14. No, 14 is too far. Okay. We'll just start from verse 17. It says, Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Um, dead there means unproductive. 
That's what it means. It means it doesn't produce any result if it doesn't have works. Remember, I said there's a difference between there's the works of the flesh. Of course, now he's talking about works. Now, this this book of James was particularly very difficult for a lot of people who began to embrace grace because they understand that grace means that it's unmerited, it's undeserved. You don't have to do anything to get it. So I understand that even Martin Luther didn't like the book of James. So he thought it was not supposed to be part of it. But James just brought out a correct perspective about um, working, uh, appropriating what grace has supplied. So he said, even so faith, if it has not works, is dead, being alone. Yes, a man say, a man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I will show thee my faith by my works. Now, he said something very troubling in the next verse. <laughs> thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. So he's saying, you say you believe that there's one God. So you have not done anything. The devils believe that there's one God and they tremble. So what's the difference? <laughs> you know, um, it has not changed anything about them. It's what he's saying. Let's, let's read that from TPT, the Passion Translation. That's verse 16, right? Is it 16 or 17? 19. 19. You can believe all you want that there is one true God. That's wonderful. But even the demons know this and tremble with fear before him. Yet they are unchanged. They remain demons. Hello? They are unchanged. They remain demons. Are you following? Don't get distracted. So, all feeble sons of Adam, do you need further evidence that faith divorced from good works is funny? Wasn't our ancestor Abraham found righteous before God because of his works when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? Can you see how his action cooperated with his faith and by his action found its full, and by his action, faith found its full expression? Faith needs to be what? Expressed. So in this way, the scripture was fulfilled. Abraham believed God. His faith was exchanged for God's righteousness. So he became known as the lover of God. So now it's clear that the person is seen as righteous in God's eyes, not merely by faith alone, but by his works. Hello? Now, if you do not understand uh, the angle he's coming from, you'll think that he's negating Paul's teachings about the works of the flesh. Like, no, just trust God. That's it. God has done everything. You don't have to do anything. No, he's not negating it. He's talking about corresponding actions. Faith that doesn't have corresponding actions produces nothing, doesn't produce any results. That's what he's saying. Is anybody confused? Because people have asked me that question before. When we talk about faith and we talk about grace, they're like, okay, but the Bible said works. So what do you mean? It's not by works, it's by faith. It's not by works, it's by faith. But what works? It's not by works of the flesh. Huh? It's not by praying so much and fasting so much. No. It's by trusting in the goodness of God. But trusting in the goodness of God doesn't make you passive. That's why Paul said, amongst all the apostles, I'm the least of them, but I worked. He said, but it's not me, it's grace. So that the grace will not be in vain, I worked. Is it confusing? Hmm? A little bit. Okay, don't worry, we'll go on, we'll see it. 
then um verse 25 says and the same is true of the prostitute named rahab who was found righteous in god's eyes by her works works coming again for she received the spies into her home and helped them escape from the city by another route for just as a human body without the spirit is dead is a dead corpse so faith without the expression of good works is dead is dead um okay hebrews chapter 4 hebrews chapter 4 hebrews chapter 4 mm. Hebrews chapter 4. Are you there? Okay, let me read from verse 1. It says, let us therefore fear. This is not talking about a bad fear. It's talking about let's be, let's be cautious. Hmm? Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. Um, you know, there was something Pastor Freddy said, was it on Sunday? Um, these people were in covenant with God. All of them were in covenant with God to get a promised land, but they didn't get it. Only two people entered. Why? But God had given them the land. Yet they didn't get it. Only two entered. Somewhere in the book of Hebrews, it says they could not enter in. Okay, I think it's here. It's chapter 4. It says, For unto us was the gospel preached, yes, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed... <laughs> Do enter into his into rest as he had said, as he said, as I have sown in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. You see, the works were finished. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this, on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remains that some must enter therein and they to whom what it was first preached entered not in because of because of that word translated unbelief is the same word that means they refuse to be persuaded unpersuadableness that's unbelief there it's different from doubt okay they refuse to be persuaded okay um again he limited he said they could not enter in he said god did not allow them or god stopped them from entering they could not. They didn't have what? The ability to what? To enter. They could not. They were unable to enter. Not like God refused to give them. James says, um, he says, uh, let him ask in faith, nothing wavereth. For he that waves is like the wave of the sea. Let not that man think that he can receive anything from God. That's James. Okay, now this is, they could not because of unbelief. Again, he limits a day, a certain day, saying in David, today after so long a time, it, as it is said, today if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, Jesus is Joshua, if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? There remains therefore a rest to the people of God. Hello? There remains therefore a rest to the people of God. That's referring to us now. There remains therefore a rest to the people of God. For he, he that is entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. 
he says labor to enter into now that you know what comes to my mind fight so um, 1 Timothy says fight the good fight of faith why is it called the good fight why is it what, what, what do you think why is, why is it called a good fight think with me or think to me now huh say now say that's why it's called the good fight if you if you had a fight and it was a good fight what would you say what would the fight be like you won Aha. you're thinking with me you won you know like the champions league for instance yeah it was, it was a good game you know what i'm saying <laughs> it was a good game we won so it was a good game if you didn't win, it was not a good game maybe you know like um <laughs> okay okay so now he says let us labor now where is this labor 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. No, 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 chapter 10, not chapter 3. No, 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 not 3. 10. It's got to be 10. Okay. All right. Verse 3. Verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, if I do you want to read for us, doesn't matter. Yes. Yes. Mm. Okay. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. That's first word. That's verse 3 to 4. Read to 6. To, yeah, 6. Um, for the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, mm. but they are mighty before God for the overthrowing and destruction of strongholds. Okay. Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. Okay, that's that's good. Uh, is that six? No. Okay, read six. And we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ. Mm -hmm. Being in readiness to punish every disobedience when your own submission and obedience okay. as a church are fully secured and complete. Now, now, the portion I want to draw to us, of course, he said we do not war after the flesh. He says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. What are strongholds? Yeah, of course. Thoughts. That's what he said in the next verse. That's what he began to explain. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So Ephesians chapter 6. Let's read Ephesians chapter 6. A lot of scriptures, right? Good. Ephesians chapter 6. From verse 10. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved the most important truths for last. Mm. Be supernaturally infused with strength 
through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Mm. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Take note of that word, strategies. Okay, go ahead. Your hand-to-hand -hand combat is not with human beings, mm. but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under heavenly realms. For they are powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides so you're protected as you confront the Sandra. For you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. Mm -hmm. What verse? What portion is that? What's 13. That's 13. Okay, I want you to go to 16. Okay. Put on truth as a belt to strengthen you and stand in triumph. Mm. Put on holiness as a protective armor that covers your heart. Stand on your feet alert, then you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. In every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield, mm. for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Thank you. Now, the King James, you know, the King James of of a lot of these my favorite scriptures is already my my mind. So many times when the scripture is mentioned, it's King James that comes to my mind because in my formative years, I studied, I I, I read, I read King James. So he says, above all, taking the shield of faith. Above all, above all everything I've been saying since, take the shield of faith. And the TPT correctly expresses it. It says, wrap around shield. So it's a word, it's a word picture. Paul, again, of course, was a Roman citizen. So he was, going, he was using words the way they were using it then, based on what was cultural to them. So the shield then was wrapped around. It was, it was reinforced metal and leather. So it can stop fiery darts. So arrows of fire. You know, when man began to think, so instead of just shooting ordinary arrow, they lace it, they douse it with fire. And then when they fire, so when he, when he hooks you, the pain first, he first pierces you and then fire is burning inside. You will not say, <laughs> kakino be leather. So they now designed a shield, metal, reinforced, then with leather, and tough skin hide. So if the fire comes, it just... It goes off. So it's a word picture. It says, take the shield of faith, wherewith you'll be able to quench all, not some, all the fiery darts of the devil. So he said, we, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality of mighty demons or high-class demons, as he mentioned. However, uh, people stop there. They think, man, the devil, the, no. If you read the complete letters of Paul, he made you understand that these things, these people you are wrestling with are defeated. The only thing they have are wiles, strategies, or lies. All that Satan has against anybody are lies. From the beginning till now. All he has to do is lie to you. You're not good enough. No, no faith. No, you, uh, you, don't, you don't have that kind of faith. I mean, look at you now, Abba. You know what you did. You know what the, the thoughts going through your mind. God cannot use a dirty vessel. God doesn't have any other vessel to use. He only uses dirty vessels. Because there are no clean ones. So when he comes in, he becomes the cleaner. Hello? So God doesn't have anybody who is worthy in and of himself for him to use. 
He doesn't. No such person exists. He uses available vessels. And when he comes in, I mean, think about it. Um, what did the mountain do that it was called holy? Who has thought about it? Mountain. Say this ground is holy ground. What did the ground do? God was there. That's all. <laughs> that made the ground holy. God put his foot on the mountain. It became holy. Say, if you touch it, you buy. Go and bath first. So imagine you. His foot is not in you. His full everything is inside you. So you are you are thrice holy. <laughs> you are perfectly holy. Hello? Okay. So if you get this, this, if we can, if we can get this into our thoughts, our thinking, our imaginations, faith will be automatic. Because you will know that you cannot be denied. You can't get a no. You will know that life would respond to you. So, you know what Satan succeeds in doing? He shows you who you are not. He shows you, he tries to convince us that we are the flesh. So, we now know ourselves more after the flesh than after the spirit. But the real you is who you are in Christ. I can't say that enough. You can't hear that enough. The real you is who you are in Christ. Not the things you do. That's the real you. You are not your body. You are not your soul. You are a spirit. And that spirit is perfect. That spirit is exactly like Jesus is today. As he is, how is he? He is seated at the right hand of God in heavenly places, right? The whole world belongs to him. All power in heaven and on earth belongs to and we are united with him as he is so are we in this world hello that's what makes faith work so the fight there is for you to teach your mind to accept this truth it's a mental fight that's the labor when he says labor to enter into the rest that's the labor now if you claim that but i had faith and it didn't work what you are saying is that god lied that's why james said show me your works by your faith don't just talk don't just talk because faith has corresponding action let me prove it to you from the natural if you walked into this place and you're about to sit on that chair let's say those are the only chairs we have here and as you were coming in you saw that one of the legs are not there will you confidently sit on it hmm? why You know it's not what? You know it won't carry you. Your 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 senses, your understanding to, has told you that that thing cannot carry your weight. That you're not confident. So if you want to sit on it, you try to adjust it, right? Maybe if there's no other place to sit, and you pull it close to the wall, and then you sit against it. That's how faith works. So you don't sit on it because you don't believe, or you believe it cannot hold you. So if you didn't release faith. It's simple. If you don't exercise your trust in God in any direction, it's not because you didn't have faith. You know, we taught here that as a Christian, you have faith. You have faith exactly as God has it. You have the same type, quality of faith that everybody has. The same faith that we all use. 
if you don't release it, it won't produce results. That's what faith without works means. Now, how do you release it? You act in tandem. You act accordingly. So, David said, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Then Paul said, we also believe. That's why we speak. So, faith is not, I'm saying it so that it will happen. No. This is where grace comes in. Grace has supplied. Faith accepts and sees that grace has made it available. So, faith takes it. Faith goes for it. So it's not going for abstract. God, do it. You promise you will do it. Mm -mm. All those do it prayer is not faith. I'm believing God for the fruit of the womb. It's not faith. I'm serious. It's not faith. That's why it takes long. And then after 25 years, praise the Lord. God has done it. No, that's not a testimony. That's disgrace. That's not a testimony. It took you 25 years, but you are telling people that it took God 25 years. So instead of, instead of being ashamed of our lack of faith, being embarrassed, we now celebrate it and turn it toward God. It doesn't take God. You know why it doesn't take God that long? He has already done it. How can God not do what he has already done? So what faith does, faith sees that God has done it and faith lays hold on it. So if somebody who wants to get healed of anything can see from the scriptures that it had been done, they can see in their thoughts, in their imaginations. That's why meditation is important. Or visualization, as they say it in the other... Visualization, don't worry, it's not a bad word. It just means meditate or focus. Focus your thoughts on the things that you want. On the things you are trying to manifest. So um, I'm in one group like that. They were talking about... Um, Anybody here has, they use the word manifested um, kids before or pregnancy before. So people were answering, some people said, don't worry, you don't have to. There are many children, there are many children that don't have parents, just go and adopt. So in my mind, I'm like, she knows there are children without, without parents. She can adopt. She wants to have her own. She wants to be pregnant. Don't, Sabek, don't guilt trip this woman. So I told her, yes, I've done it severally. I've done it several. it's easy. I didn't even do it for I did it for my wife, so it's not even me. It's easy. I'm serious. It's easy. So if you know that it's a principle, you can repeat the results. That's what I'm saying. Do you understand? So all these, like, you know what, what Paul Fo was saying on Sunday, all those now God, you know, you can't repeat it. He's saying, take responsibility. Now let's read one scripture. You see it. You see what I'm talking about. Deuteronomy chapter, I think it's chapter 2. See what God said to Moses. Deuteronomy chapter 2. Hmm. Yeah, Deuteronomy chapter 2. Open your Bibles. Deuteronomy. You know what the, where Deuteronomy is? Leve Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. You, you don't know that nursery rhyme. <laughs> that was Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges. Hmm. Okay, let's go. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 24. Um, read it. Somebody read it for me. Read the King James. Yes, KJV. If I'm a... 24. So, 
rise ye up, mm. take your journey, mm-hmm. pass over the river Arnon. Mm-hmm. Behold, I have given into thy hand Shion, the Amorite, mm. king of Heshbon, mm. his land, begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. Okay, let's analyze it. English student. He says, what? Rise up. Rise ye up. That's what God was saying. That means, Baba, why are you docile? Rise ye up. You are waiting for God. Oh God, we are waiting for. Come down, Holy Spirit. Come down. We are waiting. Baba, you go wait, Taya. <laughs> we are waiting for you. Come down. You will wait. Don't worry. <laughs> Rise ye up. Take your journey. That's effort, right? That's movement. That's works. Why? Then he said, and pass over the river Anon. That's obstacle. Behold. What's the meaning of behold? Hello? What's the meaning of behold? See. Observe. Look. Take note. What did he now say? I have given. I will give you. I have given into thy hand. You know, Moses could have said, but God, where am I now? But if God has healed me, why do I still feel sick? Because you didn't rise up and pass over the river Anon. It says, I've given into thy hand the land, into thy hand Sihon, the Amorite, king of Heshbon, and his land. Then what did he say next? That's a paradox, isn't it? I've given you, begin to possess it, and contend with him in battle. If you have given me, because God is a spirit. God deals in the realm of the spirit. Everything that happens physically happens there first. Hello? Everything. Before you put on your clothes this morning, you put it on in the spirit first, in the spirit realm. You know, now let's not get um, let's not get spooky here. What I mean by you put it on in your thoughts first. Exactly. That's can you see the thoughts? You can't. You put it on your thoughts first. So, and that's how we all behave. You know, I said on, on Sunday or, last, or Wednesday, you can't live without your imagination. That's how we live. That's why we walk by faith. Faith is not an abstract thing. It's palpable. We engage our minds. It's a tougher work than physical work. Just try, sit down for 10 minutes, don't do anything. Just focus your thoughts on one thing. 400 times you will go back and forth. But with practice, you get used to it. That's how I sat down to pick up my baby girl. That I was so sure and I saw her twice before she was born. So before doctors say, I say it's a girl, forget. I know what I put there. This girl I put. You know, you know, it seems like, no, you can't. I'm telling you, this is the hack of life. That's how to do life. You can have whatsoever you say. Isn't that what Jesus said? But how do we, how do we engage these things? But I said it, it didn't happen. Did you go back to how the thing works? Mind, thoughts, focus, imagination, meditation, visualization. So it wasn't a surprise. So by the time they were, my, my wife scares me. 
she said to her father one day, we we're talking, and then she mentioned something. Her father was telling me that she said to him that that's the reason why I always ask my husband because I want him to say it. I said, why? I said, because I know that when he says it, it will happen. So when she wants us to get something, she will ask me, are we going to get it? So she believes me, it scares me. <laughs> like, ah, ah. So immediately I say it's a girl. She doesn't even think about another thing. She says it's a girl. She has no doubt about it. I mean, it's easy to believe now. We are human beings. Once something has happened once, twice, three times, four times. Huh? No, normally, you just believe. I mean, you don't need to tell me that if I put my hand inside something electric. I, I, I'm a believer. <laughs> because I've had experience. So I don't need preaching. I don't need encouragement. Say, don't put your hand. But my son will need encouragement. My daughter needs encouragement. But not me. <laughs> because I know. So my wife has gotten there too. So when I say it was a girl, she didn't bother. Say, it's a girl. But she was, she was, wait, are, you not, are you not going to say, when they were saying, okay, we're going to do scan. I said, I don't need it. I've already seen the child. I had seen the child. Imagination. Thinking. That's how it works. But the works of faith, where it, where it differs from the works of the flesh is this. Why the works of the flesh is something you are doing to produce a result. So that, so that the higher powers or God will respond and produce a result. The works of faith is not like that. The works of faith is work that you are working because of what God has supplied. That's the difference. So I'm not saying it so that God will see that I have confidence and then it will happen. I'm saying it because I have seen that God had supplied it. And I know that the way to receive, to appropriate, to make what God has supplied become manifest, physical, in my experience, physically, is to say it. So my saying it doesn't make God create it. No. When Elisha said to Gehazi, there are more angels. There are more that be with us than against us. That was not when the angels appeared. Though. Oh, they were there. The man was aware of another reality. How did he get there? He read the words of David, took them as scriptures, meditated on them so much in his mind's eyes, in his thoughts and imaginations. He was always interacting with angels. So when enemies gathered around him, he didn't have to pray up his tongue, think, pray. He said, there are more. Hey, Gadabash. There are more. There are more angels than there are demons. I'm telling you now. The, there's more. There are more things working for me than against me. So the man was like, Baba, you know what? I, he said, God, open his eyes. He didn't even, God, show us. Let me know that. Prove now. He said, open, Baba, I don't need my eyes. Open, this guy is blind. Open his eyes. Not, God, show me now that what I've said, not for your hand. Mm -mm. Open his eyes. And his eyes was open. His eyes were opened. Was he physically blind? So God opened his imagination. And he saw angels warrior angels with swords and everything round about <laughs> so elisha now behaved 
because of what he believed and struck them blind and led the armies to their enemies' gates. That's what faith is. That's what the works of faith is. That's what the fight of faith is. So the fight now is casting down imaginations. Huh? And every high thing, it is tough, but it's doable. So the weapon you need is the word of God. The Bible says, take the sword of the spirit, which is Ephesians chapter 6. Read it. It says, when he was talking about the armor, he said, put on the whole armor of God. So he began to list the armors or the um, what you have in the armory as a matter of fact one day i was meditating on it and then it dawned on me that in the realm of the spirit god and i are the same size it dawned on me god and i wear the same shoe size belt because how can i wear god's armor if we're not the same size so when king saul gave his armor to david he couldn't move because the armor was bigger than him but it says, put on the whole armor of God. Everything. Belt, shoes, um, bracelet of righteousness, shield. So God and I are the same size spiritually. No wonder. And Satan knows. But he knows that many of us don't know. So he throws lies. High things, imaginations, words, wiles, strategies. That's what he uses. God knows that the day you eat, you will become like him. So if you think you are not like him, you want to eat what will make you become like him. And by doing that, you have said God lied to you when he said you were like him. So faith won't work. So before you speak, think. God gave us two ears and one mouth so we can hear twice before we speak once. Huh? So you need to hear, see, two eyes, but it's one mouth. That's what makes faith effective. That's why faith works or why it doesn't work. So that's the fight. That's the works of faith. So the works of faith is not works that you do to make God do anything. It's works that you do because you believe God has done something. Faith is independent of sense, knowledge, evidence. Who got that? Faith is independent of sense, knowledge, evidence. So I don't begin to shout and rejoice that I'm healed because I feel strong. No. Whether I feel strong or not, I have believed what God has said. By whose stripes, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24, ye were, not that I will be healed. So I don't say I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed several, 400 times so that I will become healed. No, I say I'm healed because God said so. Hello? The fight of faith. The works of faith. So when he says labor to enter into the rest, the labor is in thoughts. It's in renewing your mind. That's Romans chapter 12 again. Don't be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Poverty is a state of mind. It's not a state of pocket. It's not a state of bank account. It's a mind thing. It's a mind thing. Abundance is there too. So what we need to do hmm, is to raise our awareness or consciousness. Faith is a consciousness. It's an awareness. So what I'm saying is raise your awareness. So the disciples saw um, um, four loaves of, is it four loaves or five loaves of bread and fish and two fish? It won't be enough for everybody. But Jesus had 
another consciousness. He had, he was aware of something else. He was aware of a realm where there is no lack, where anything is possible. Where one cup of rice can feed 400 men, hefty men. Abba, Rasji, bad guy. <laughs> and this thing is for all of us. See, God wants so much that we operate in this. Huh? So that we are no longer victims. We are, we are setting the world free. Because until we begin to operate like this, supernaturally, which is by faith, the faith of God, our relevance as a body will not be evident in the world. I read about John Gillick. The man was so fired up, walking by faith and doing all these things, that in Spokane, Washington, they closed up all the hospitals. He was called Dr. John G. Lake, not because he had a PhD, not because he was a medical doctor. Because he was more effective than hospitals. <laughs> and he had, he, had, he had guys that he had trained. When he sends them out to go and effect a healing, they don't come back until the person is healed. The testimony was that he didn't, the, the longest it took for any of them was three weeks. The guy knows I cannot be denied. So when I come, <laughs> the light shines in darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. We're coming into that time. That's why we're hearing these things. That's why God is, God is waking up. He's, he's working. Oh God. What's happening is our, our minds, our consciousness being awakened. So he said, rise ye up. Like he said in the book of Isaiah, arise, shine. It's an instruction. Shine. Your light has come. That's what God is saying to some of us now. That's what he's saying. Your light has come. Shine. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Darkness shall cover the earth. Gross darkness, the people. He said, but kings shall come to the brightness of your rising. You have to rise and shine for kings to come. You have to. There have been men like that, but too few. It has to be all of us. That's God's model. All of us. So all these super saints, man of God kind of thing, it's not God's style. Oh. Hello? It's not God's style. His style is all of us. So when we, what we do when we come here is we're just sharpening our minds again. So that's why he gave pastors, um, evangelists, prophets, apostles, apostles, prophets, pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. That's why he gave them. For them to equip for, for them to build up the saints for the work of ministry. It's the saints that should do the work of ministry. That's why we're hearing this thing. So faith is very crucial. It's very key. Have you learned something today? Any question before we... Question? But I struggle um, when I hear people say, um, you don't, um, we don't deserve it. Um, to mean that, um, especially when they speak in terms of grace. And I often ask myself, if I don't deserve it, I wouldn't have gotten it. Um, and people have accused me of being entitled. And I said, no, there's a difference between entitlement and privilege. Um, that's um, for instance, you feed your child. Um, 
does he have to deserve it? Deserve it? Does it? So, um, I I just want you to you know sort of clarify. Elucidate. Okay. Yeah. So um, many times when people say I don't deserve it or we don't deserve it, I like to also understand what they mean because they may mean the right thing, which is I don't have to deserve it. But what they mean most of the time is from is not from union. It's from separation. Like, I'm so unworthy kind of thing. That's because they are focusing on the flesh. And to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Do you understand? God calls you holy. God calls you worthy. Now, when I say grace is undeserved, it means you cannot work for it. You cannot earn it. It's not something you can earn. So it's not something you can't deserve. So if I, if I ever use the word, I don't deserve it. I'm talking from that angle. But I don't even talk like that. But if I ever say that, I'm talking from that angle. It's not something you can never, ever be good enough for God to give you anything. By your, yes, it's not a reward for performance. That's exactly it. That's Romans chapter 4. Say if, say if it was a wage, then Abraham could have boasted. Well, it's, it's not a wage, it's not because he did something. Now, that's not what James is saying. No. But it's tricky. If you read the book of James many times, you think that's what he's saying. Abraham was justified by works. No. He was saying Abraham entered into what God promised him by acting correspondingly to what God has said. So, for instance, let me just go there again. The Bible says in Romans chapter 4 that Abraham... Let me read it. It's so beautiful. Especially King James. I love the rendering. Romans chapter 4. So you will see the works that James is talking about. Because, ha <laughs> ha, if he had not done that work, Baba Isaac no go show. Mm. <laughs> Romans chapter 4. Um, verse, um, okay. Let me read from verse 7. He says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. I have made thee, not I will make thee, a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickens the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were, who against hope, believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, aha, being not weak, he was not docile, he was not passive. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. What body? Huh? No, it's not physical body. His reproductive organ was dead. Oh, that's the body he's talking about. It's not this body. It's the other body. <laughs> it's the body that does the work. He considered not his own body now dead. So, so physically speaking, naturally speaking, his body had cut out. His body had died. You know, it's KJV now. His reproductive organ had gone. There was no more libido. There was nothing. Baba, not they go anywhere. No standing. <laughs> it not go nowhere. Yeah, you see, some people don't smile. You understand now? You smile. You image. So, you know, when you wake up in the morning, it's like cold time. You know it's in the soft now. <laughs> you know it's in the soft, guys. And if you have brothers, you know what's up. For Abraham, forget. Not dodo. Ain't do me. Come on there. <laughs> he says, so, 
it says he considered not his own body he was not weak in faith so he didn't consider it so how can i not consider the pain abraham didn't it's and you cannot just not consider one thing without considering something else the way we are created we must be focused on one thing you have two eyes right make one to look up and the other one to look down it has to be one is that like you're looking up or you're looking down so he considered something else what god had said god said according to the time of man by this time nine months isaac will be here abraham said not true sarah let's get there that's the work hello are you getting it that's the work because he could no longer lay with woman when god spoke abraham said let's go <laughs> let's go no worry john thomas go stand let's go See, to show that it's not one way it's a principle Abraham repeated it seven more times after Sarah died he had other kids because Baba was so alive he couldn't waste the blood he couldn't let the energy just go like that he brought more so it was a resurrection it was a new goose that God gave him new levels he says he says it says so shall i see be and be not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead he was now so a physical reality was that the body was dead he didn't consider it baba began to think about when he was like 14 years old 25 years 400 when he when he when he had time with what what did he do my boy nishmer he began to hey nah, ah. <laughs> nah, tonight sarah let's go he considered it not because if he had considered it there would have been no action no performance no works and without the works no isaac that's what james was telling you if you believe god has done it then correspond act do you get act correspondingly and neither he didn't okay you see what he had to cross it wasn't just river anon there was also the deadness of Sarah's womb. Now, Sarah was barren. So even when she was sweet 16, picking off his day. Now, Sarah was 90 years. Abraham was 100 when he had. Sarah was 91. 89. I mean, Baba, think now. So Sarah was barren. Sarah had passed menopause. Men, men who stop, men who pause, men who delete, men who non-existent. But he didn't consider it. He worked. You must walk that walk. <laughs> it's not a walk so that God would do. It's a work because God has done. That's the difference. That's, that's why I'm saying that, especially from a union perspective, I'm saying that I do because I, I walk because I am deserving of it. I walk because Abba has given so me. So I agree. So I say it in some of my conf confessions and affirmations. I am worthy of a wealthy life. That's what I say it. I am worthy of a wealthy life. I am deserving of abundance in my life. It's not because I worked for it. I'm deserving of it. So it's my right. When my son wants something, I cannot explain it. He drags me from whatever I'm doing. He comes, he drags me until I go and get it. He will drag me to the place. It's privilege. 
No now. Uh-uh. My sister's kids when they were staying with me, they can't do that now. I said, go, go and call your mom or go and get it. Or wait, let me come and give you. You can't drag me. My son will drag me. I will gladly follow him. What about God? Me, that's a man. So that's when, you, when this mindset is there, it helps you walk by faith. It helps you release faith easily. Faith works by love. Do you get? So, so, so when I say, and I heard some people were vexed, I go say, no, they pray. you didn't pray about it. I said, I didn't have to pray about it. I told my wife, it's not a matter for who won't pray, don't worry. No prayer, no doctor, forget it. I will just pick it when I'm ready. No super saint is all of us. It's just understanding that differentiates it. Understanding. Question? So a lot of times you act, um, you put your action there because in your mind you've you've gathered, you've garnered the understanding you yeah. need. But in retrospect, it, it, didn't it didn't click. And maybe in retrospect you can see why it didn't. But why is it that then you're so blind to whether or not you've gathered enough understanding yeah. or about the subject, about how to deploy your missile? Yeah that you're lost and you do get in disappointment. So I guess my question is, how do you make sure that your action is based on faith, on, on good understanding? Because there's half, which is what we operate on. Okay, Jesus loves me. I want this. I've done the action. He said, apply or whatever. Apply, I've applied. Why is it not coming? Put your faith. My yes. faith is there. So, you know, the last time I also mentioned something about misdirected faith. Um, because, and I, I think we can't say that enough. Um, because as much as we say it, people still don't get it. But we need to keep saying it over and over again until it stays. The action is not so that God can give. The action is because God has given if that truly sits in my mind, eh, I will be willing to wait 400 years to get it. Hold on. I know that human beings we don't like that. Now, I said to somebody, the time that it takes for whatever it is you want to manifest is on you, not on God. Depends on us, not God. Because the truth is sometimes we think we, we think we understand. We think we have gotten the picture, like what she's saying. And in retrospect, you now realize that, okay, maybe I really, I truly, really didn't get it. However, what is so frustrating is that when we were younger in faith, we nearly got born again. We could stop the rain, right? We could even call the rain. We could call Nepal to bring light. <laughs> and like this, you know, my son will grow to an age now where he would tell me, where he would drag me to come and get stuff. I was spanking him. My friend, go and get it. Your leg, leg, they pain you. Now, before, before he started being um, as fluent as he is today, when he wants water, he will shout, water, 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 we'll get it for him. But now we never get it for him. When he says water, I say go to the fridge and get it. He never goes to the fridge by himself when he wants water, unless if his bottle has water in it. 
So sometimes he will just say water, I'll say take your bottle. But he will say water, water, go to the fridge and get it. So even so much so that some, I also ask him to get me water. So I go to the fridge and get water for daddy. <laughs> he goes. But before now, I couldn't do that. Water, I just go there and get it. Will I do that forever? No now. So, so we, we, we need to grow. So when you were babies, so to speak, when you couldn't speak correctly, some things are overlooked. But when you should have grown in understanding. Now, when I say baby now, don't think spiritual baby. No. Because there is no spiritual growth per se, like the spirit man is growing. No, it's physical. It's, it's spirit because it's the mind. But it's not the spirit man. Because the spirit man comes perfect. As Jesus is. Perfect. You are born that. You know, so the way Adam was born. That's so the spirit man is born like that. But the mind doesn't understand yet. The mind of the flesh cannot relate yet. So that's the renewing of the mind. That's the exchange. That's where the fight is. So, um, Paul, uh, the writer of Hebrews said it's somewhere in the book of Hebrews. Say, when by now you should have become adults, you are still babes. So as though you need me again to be teaching you the milk of the word. Say, because strong meat, you can't even feed on meat. Strong meat belongs to those who by reason of exercise have their sensed. Who by reason of, yeah, exercise have their sensed or what by their minds. You get. So sometimes that's where the disparity is. That's where the issue is. So we, we, we just sort of think, we believe, Sha. No, it will work like this. So we say it. There's no base, no understanding, no, it's misdirected. So because sometimes when we do that, what we are firing at is, if I do it like this, there's no way God will move. Oh, and a lie. God doesn't move to respond to you. Faith is your response to God. Faith is your response to what God has done. True faith is you responding to what God has done. True, genuine Bible, New Testament faith is you responding to what God has done freely by grace for you. So if you, are, if you want to get anything, let's say you want to stop wearing eyeglass. You want to get a better eyesight, vision. Hmm? You know, on Sunday when we're having our affirmations, I said confession has two parts. They're speaking from belief. They're speaking to believe. Speaking to believe many times is meditation, right? Speaking from belief uh, is possession. It's creative. It's, it's more forceful. Now, both of them are beautiful. They are powerful. They work. So you need to meditate. Like the book of Joshua says, so that you would, you would make your way prosperous. So we, that's the part we don't do. That's the engine room. So sit down. So go back to when, if you can remember, when you had perfect eyesight. Or if you don't know what that is, then think about what it means. Capture it in your thoughts. I heard one testimony. There's a, a pastor's wife who was also a minister of the gospel who was legally blind. So she was wearing these thick bottles. All kinds of anointed men of God had prayed for her, laid hands on her, anointed with oil, spoke words, prophesied. But we are blindness today. She said they were thick bottles. If she removes it, she can't see anything. So one day, one healing evangelist came to the church to preach. And while he was praying for the sick, the woman was dodging because she knew he was going to pray for her. Everybody has been, no, when people have been praying for you, no, you will get tired. I've prayed, they've spoken, I've read, you will get tired of it. Say, mm, beg. That's the mind. Many times it's because we're expecting God to do something. That thing is dangerous. It can kill somebody 
can kill somebody, really. So the guy saw that this woman, when he's getting to her tongue, she'll move to another place. So she stopped her. He stopped her. Come. Say no. Say, Wait. So he prayed for her. When he finished ministering healing to her, he now said, Can you see? Then she was going, she was trying to open her eyes. Say, shut your eyes. He said, Can you see? She was trying to open her eyes. He said, Shut your eyes. He did the third time. Said, I didn't say open your eyes. Can you see? Until you see yourself seeing, you won't see. The woman said, Oh, oh, oh. So she shut her eyes, started praying in tongues. She started praying in tongues. She started praying in tongues. When she got it inside, she said, I got it. I understand now. She said, Can you see? She said, Yes, open your eyes and she could see. The person who was ministering healing understood the levels. So it's particularly tough for many of us who are Christians who have been studying the Bible. That's why perhaps that man went that route. Do you understand? One last question, you know what? Okay. Who? You? Let him ask. Just these two. You ask, you have question? Uh, yes, no. Eh? No, me. not you. You. Me. Uh, I shouldn't No, ask. you can ask. Okay, just three. Ask, ask together. <laughs> ask. Okay, so here's mine. Like, you spoke about faith being a principle. Yes. Like, if we do it over time, you know what? So, um, for example, you, you spoke about your wife, visualization and all of that. You saw it. So, um, and again, you spoke about uh, time. Sometimes people, when, when people give testimonies after 25 years of something happening to them, they're like, ah, God has finally done it. That's an insult, right? So my question would be like, if I've gotten a hold of the principle mm. that's worked for you the first time, mm. what makes it take a longer time for the second time to happen? What makes... What... What, what, what makes it take a longer time for the second time to happen? Like, do you want to get what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay, if, okay, I get it. Let him ask his question. Bernard. Myself. Okay. I said it was done Chichi, correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, my question is that, so based on everything that you, you've said so far, can I make a submission that there will be no faith if God has not made it available is that why the bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word, the word of god god yeah so anything that i want to call faith it must be generated from god grace has already supplied it so like i said so anything that is not within that context is not faith it's not faith so that's the problem many times so i said it the day i explained here in Joshua chapter 1, he said, I've given you wherever the sole of your feet shall tread upon. Then he gave the boundaries. There are also the boundaries. Grace has supplied everything. One of the things that grace did not supply is covetousness. It's stealing. So you can't look at my wife, my fine wife now, and say, ah, I receive. Baba, you not go receive. You not work. No faith. God, does, God is not back of that. God is not, support, is not in support of that. Okay. So, yeah, that's for you. Um, his question, before I answer, don't chichi on. <laughs> um, so now I said it one time here I don't remember when but I think it must have been last year you know there are gestation periods for different things for each plant or whatever it is you need to, to supply but one thing that is sure is that this thing works it's precise the laws of the universe are precise it takes 24 hours for us to have a full day it can't be 23 it can't be 20, 23 and 59 it must be 24, right? So then for kids, there are gestational periods. 
mosquitoes have mosquitoes have gestational period right elephant does human beings also then plants the same thing yam corn cassava right so many times so it depends on what you are dealing with and who determines the period who determines how long it takes that's what i'm saying it's you it's not god it's you and then it is whatever it is that you want to get so if i want to have kids for instance eh, i can't have a child right here right now now can i no so if you were not married you know that's not god's way you have to be married then if you were married you know holy ghost won't come upon you all right <laughs> if you're married holy ghost won't come upon you you must do the work you must go into the bedroom with thine husband and run the shows right you must minister worship holy place you must do all that so then after that is done the kids don't come tomorrow no hannah in the bible not fragile hannah <laughs> hannah was barren and then she went to shiloh then she prayed her heart heart out until the prophet said or the priest said don't worry god has answered your prayer the same priest who was not spiritual enough to see that she was praying thought she was drunk in his next very next breath said whatever as god has answered hannah took it as god's word the bible made one statement afterwards after that he says from that day her countenance was no longer sad but she had not even gone home to meet elkanah they never even do things but it had changed inside so she no longer saw that she was barren now she she believed that once we cross the rubicon i must born once it happened now once a saint of water it will board <laughs> so it bought do you understand it changed inside then actions followed faith without corresponding actions is fruitless it's unproductive is dead so if it's taking longer the next time so you have to be sure to check whether the thing you are trying to collect this is the longer this is the period of time it can take or what then if it involves other people sometimes delays can come in because even though satan may not be able to hinder you satan can hinder them so if now money for instance or business the person who supposed to buy the property you know must speak my language i say properties satan can hinder them by putting obstruction maybe their business go to fail maybe there's problems so the money that's supposed to put here so what do i do so so if if i if i have received it and it's taking longer i say but god what's happening and then i'm praying in tongues and the Holy Spirit say that guy the thing they in hand now so but something is stopping that guy so satan take your hand off of his money because that's my money so you rebuke the devourer for that person so you understand there are all these things involved but what we do is we just think no that's what we do so that's where the last question any other question uh, ask me <laughs> ask me later last question see it's almost 8 30. all right we so, finished it's eight o'clock it's 8 30 now sorry for keeping you in church anyway so I'm, 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 oh yeah I'm oh yeah oh yeah i'm saying so because for me yeah oh boy what's your problem oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah time tilo so for me i remember i struggled with resting in the fact that he's not god is me mm. and it's a scary place to be but 
in that understanding, I started moving towards a lot of struggle with trying to do stuff, mm. right? I'm not trying to rest. So even when I want to rest, it now feels like I'm lazy. Mm. Do you understand? I'm like, okay, I know say I want something, mm. but it's even more rest. I don't rest now. I can't be like, say, nothing there happens. Okay. Do you understand? So, okay. Where do you now draw the balance? Because, All right. So this is yeah. it for me. Now, faith is a rest, truly. You know, say there remains therefore a rest, but labor to enter this rest. So the rest is what I'm doing is not what will make God supply. God has supplied. God has supplied. I have to go and take it. That's the only work. So my going to take it is not because when I reach there, they will bring it. It's available. Go and take it. So it's like this. Bernard, if I pay 10 million naira into your account now, hey, you see, it's already, see, you see his life has changed already. Now, he won't sit down like that again. You know, he will have a spring in his footsteps. So when something needs to be done, going to the bank or using star 737 with GTB, do you consider it work? The money day now, you just, mm. Do you, you get? So that's the thing. So, but is that laziness? No. But that's what you must do. That's your responsibility. Responsibility is responding to ability. It has been supplied. Respond to it positively. Faith is a positive response to what God has done. That's what it is. And that response is almost effortless. But you must do the work first mentally. It's in the mind. That's where the hard work is. In fact, mind work is harder work. Everybody know. Mind work is harder work. That's why many of our musicians don't know how to write good songs. Because they're lazy, mentally lazy. Alright, can we pray? Let's just thank God. See, life is beautiful. Let's just thank God. Thank Him for supply. Thank Him. There is grace for you. Hello, listen, so, is somebody hearing? There is grace for you. So say that to yourself. Grace abound towards me. Grace abound towards me. There is, I am the favored of God. Lord, thank you. Everywhere I go, the lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Life responds to me positively because the favor of God is on me. The goodness of God abounds in me. David said, surely, not maybe, surely goodness and mercies are following me. They follow me every day, every day, every day. The odds are working for me. There is more for me than against me. There, even in Nigeria, there is more for me than against me. More things are working for my good than against me. The land is green for me. Lagos flows unto me milk and honey because God is a good God. I am loved of God. The dignity of heaven is my portion. So thank God. Think about all these things and just thank God. If you believe these things, you will be bold. You'll be confident. You would act. You would release your faith. You would speak to things because Jesus didn't say to talk to God about mountains. He said talk to the mountains about God. So what we do many times, we talk to God about mountains. No, you should speak to the mountains. You should compel the mountains. Compel the difficulties. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. Thank you for your word. We receive your word. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for revelation knowledge. Hallelujah. Thank you for your word is working in us mightily. 
Glory, glory, glory to your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. There's no one like you. You can log on to thetribelagos.com or email us at hello at thetribelagos.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on The Tribe Lagos. God bless.